As you see, we don't have our choir up and running this morning. Our accompanist, who was on a call to help us out this morning, he's, he and his whole family have come down with the, I guess, the, uh, the symptoms of COVID-19, so they are staying home today. And our music director, Sean, is on retreat. So we're praying together this way. So now that you know what the issue is, focus up a little bit. You are my beloved. With you, I am well pleased. This is what our Heavenly Father spoke from heaven about Jesus on receiving John's baptism in the Jordan River. I believe this is what is spoken by our Father in heaven after every baptism is complete. In the Magnificat for today's meditation, Sister Mary Dean Dorsey from the Order of Preachers, she offers this reflection. Why did Jesus, the all-holy Son of God, seek John's baptism of repentance? It was not to receive. For he himself is the source of all grace. He came to give. Christ is baptized not to be made holy by the water, but to make the water holy. And by his cleansing, to purify the waters which he touched. Christ's baptism reveals to us what our own baptism now accomplishes. The forgiveness of sin and a share in his divine life. The words heard from the heavens could be said about every person baptized since. Baptism places upon our souls a mark that forever will identify it as one privileged of God. This morning, before this Mass, I offered the introduction of our baptismal classes. And I asked the parents and godparents present, why did they want their child baptized? And I just asked them to reflect upon that in their own mind and their own heart. And what do they believe actually happens in baptism? What do they believe happens? I don't think we meditate or think 
or ponder those two questions nearly enough. But baptism places upon our souls a mark that forever will identify it as one privileged of God. So if this is true, we should have a sense about us that the prophet Isaiah is putting before us today about the Messiah and about the Messiah with whom we have brought into communion with. So here is one of God's freakout cards. This is the prophet Isaiah speaking about the Messiah and of his body that we are made a part of when we have been baptized. So these words are for me. These words are for you. Thus says the Lord, here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit. He shall bring forth justice to the nations, not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench until he establishes justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait for his teaching. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grafted you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out prisoners from confinement and from the dungeon those who live in darkness. We have been formed to do these things, to bring sight to the blind. There's a lot of blindness and a lot of deafness, but the light and the divine life I have been given has proven over and over again to have the capacity to help someone to see, to help someone to hear something different than the darkness that society sometimes throws out in front of us.
I, because of my baptism and being a member of the body of Christ, have this power. And so do you. We have been chosen and are being sent to play our part in this mission. Although it will look different for each and every one of us, we need to engage it. Because we are the disciples that have been born, baptized, chosen, and sent into these days and in this time. We must stop counting on the barely converted to guide us through these times. It's only those of us who have been truly touched and granted this divine life and light who can bring this healing to those most in need. But we ourselves sometimes are the ones in need of healing. We ourselves are the ones who have forgotten this gift of this divine life. We have allowed ourselves sometimes to be wrapped up into the noise of our world instead of the truth and the power of the one who loves us the most. So I offer this to you, a mini retreat moment. This comes from Dr. Bob Schutz in his book, Being Healed, Be Healed. And I just want to ask you to allow yourselves to be present to the baptism, to your baptism with Jesus. I ask you to picture yourself with the eyes of your heart, standing in the river with Jesus. Imagine what it feels like as you are brought down into the water with him. Now as you ascend again from the water, you come up out of the water with Jesus. Realize that a miracle has taken place. Jesus in you and you are in him. That means the Father's words are for you. This is my beloved son or daughter with whom I am well pleased. How do you feel when the Father speaks those words to you? As the Holy Spirit descends upon you, he anoints you with wisdom, knowledge, faith, and many gifts 
including gifts of healing. He fills you, he fills your spirit with love, joy, peace, kindness, and the other manifestations of his presence. You are now united with Jesus. We have all been united with Jesus since the day that we rose and ascended from the water of baptism. So what do we have to fear? I encourage you to pause now. Allow this experience to become real to you in prayer. It was during prayer, following his baptism, that Jesus was able to see heaven open. All of us, since our baptisms, have a similar kind of access to heaven through prayer. Heavenly Father, please speak to our hearts and allow us to know that in Jesus, we are your beloved children in whom you delight. Stir into flame the gift of the Holy Spirit that you have placed within each of us. Filling us with you, love, joy, and strength, and taking away our fear. We ask this in union with your beloved Son, Jesus. Amen.